before I come to Luke 15, let me ask the computer man to put Mark 16, 17 on the board. Sorry, Romans 16. Romans 16, 17. Romans. Yeah. Put it in the New Living Translation. <clears throat> I just want to help some of you with something. I feel led by the Spirit. You know, if anything is from God, it will have opposition. You will also uh, have a kind of test in your ministry whether something is from the Lord or not because you won't easily get by with ministry if like people won't just come and assist you or help you or support what you are doing. No. That's why ministry is warfare. Amen? Now, I, I, I pick up that a lot of pastors don't understand. That's the best way to put it. To not be rude. The Bible talks about a spirit of understanding. So some people will say, when you teach loyalty and disloyalty, why are you fighting, you know? Uh, why do you need to teach this? We must love one another. And you must forgive people. So I'm seeing this now very frequently. And all I realize is they have a lack of understanding of the poison of a serpent. Are you with me? It's like if you have no knowledge of snakes and I bring you a black mamba, but it's small. It's only a month old. I say, look, this black mamba, they only, the zoo people is only coming to fetch him from Joburg next month. Can't you just keep him in your room? Because my house is a bit wet from the rain. Just keep him in your room, under your bed. He, he, he's, he's still too small to, to hurt you. <laughs> Will you keep the black mamba there? A black mamba, one drop of poison of a black mamba can kill 10 people. One drop of poison of one of the most venomous snakes in the world. Unfortunately, it's found in KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah, in South Africa. Black mamba. But if you have no knowledge, you say, That's when you play with this thing that we are talking about today. So I see some people advocating that people can now jump, jump from churches to churches to churches and we must all stay friends. You know, it's like, why would you want to tell people to stay away from people who's not in the church? Hey, mistake. Mistake. You see? Now, sometimes people can make nice sayings. Everybody say sayings. 
I said this the other day, but I want to say it again. Ik wil het sê en ek gaan het sê. Actually, before I say that, let me jump for something else. I have a lot to say, but my time will not allow me. I just want to tell all of you that although I love all of you, I don't need your affirmation for what I'm preaching. I really don't. Because I, I have a little tape there that I just, I was preaching one day. Actually, I was, I was uh, just asked to share on the offering. And I told this bishop, because Bishop Dag was preaching at a huge conference, Archbishop Duncan Williams, Bishop Dag Ewood Mills, and then we went there, we flew there to listen. Then the pastor of the church that invited him, he knew me. And he said, hey, pastor, you came from far. Uh, can't you just maybe greet or share the offering? I said, oh, I'm not offering type. He said, please, my brother Clint is in Cape Town. He's good with this. He's a money man. <laughs> Serious. So he said, the pastor was strong. He said, you will do it. I said, on your command, master. You know, in the, in the kingdom, there's ranks. You must understand ranking in the kingdom. You don't. I said, but I was very nervous because I knew that Archbishop Duncan Williams, a great man of God, and I'm, he's going to come here to our church. Yes. The Archbishop, the, the Apostle of Prayer. You <laughs> I already spoke to him. He said he'd come. Anyway, he was speaking the day before and he had a prophet there. And this prophet was just giving your phone numbers, the color of your underwear. I can all see you. So I knew that the next day when they asked me, Bishop Dag was speaking. And I was afraid because, you know, it's not easy to preach. Like when I tell my young people, preach. They, they'll preach, but they don't want me to sit here. Yeah. You know how it is. You don't want your mentor to listen. Say, I said, no, photo mark. So I was like, I said, no, man. Then I said, okay, maybe if they call me early to the platform. Then I'll quickly do the offering before Bishop. Because Bishop normally just comes in before he ministers. That's just to avoid distraction. There's nothing about being big. Klom van jylle verstaan Van die heilige geest nie. Jullie willen ons vragen van het toilet en naar ding en naar ding. Ons is hier gefocust om die woord van die here te brengen. Anyway. So to my surprise, when I came there, Bishop had already taken his seat with his wife and his entourage of bishops. Ik zei, Jarre, wie is mijn barmhartige ziel? Een genadige Jarre. But then I spoke. I think I spoke for 20 minutes, like I'm speaking to you now. And then when I was finished, Bishop went to the platform. Do you know what he said? Must I tell you what he said? Okay, I won't tell you. I'll play what he said. Listen, boy. To be here, and I'm sure that the Archbishop was a powerful blessing in the last two days. Amen. We enjoy him always in Ghana, whenever we have him. Hallelujah. And um, 
Today I want to share with you um, a secret of one of the greatest secrets that the Lord has given me without knowing that it was a secret. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well uh, when he was sharing about the offering. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share about five or ten minutes every day. You know, the Agusha brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explain the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. So, so, so as he was preaching, in the, I'm saying that for you to understand, I don't need you to tell me that I'm preaching well. You, you don't need, Mike Murdoch says, you don't need many people to tell you or affirm you. You need certain people. So I thought maybe he was just being kind. But as he was preaching, he couldn't continue because he was thinking all the time. This pastor. Uh, play the second clip there for them. And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Play, play that it's again because I want them to... What, what did he say? I what? I love what Pastor Chris said. Did you say that? No, 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 no. no. Locally? International? And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. So how, how much percent do you like it? He likes it more than 100%. And as he was going on, he still couldn't stop. I must have preached very well, as I always do. <laughs> Play that, the last part. The last, you, it's you, a secret. It's, it is, Pastor Chris Ross has nicely explained one of the secrets. Yeah. He has nicely explained. He has nicely explained. Yeah. Everybody say, Pastor Chris Ross has. Nice he has. Nice he has. Nice uh, you can also say, you said what Bishop Derek said. Amen. Clap for the Lord. Clap for the Lord. I said that to say to you, I mean, an intelligent pastor of a mega church, probably the biggest church in the world today. I really think if all the branches come together, there's nobody that has a big church like this man. The biggest in the millions of people. So, I'm saying that to tell you, when I'm speaking now, I've been affirmed. Are you with me? This thing that people are now saying to you on Facebook and Twitter and this thing, don't believe it. About loving everybody. You see? Because it's a nice saying. It's a saying. Like some, one day a sister told me, the Bible says most cleanliness is next to godliness. To say, sister, take in your Bible. Vast and die in the Bible. It's mooi. Cleanliness is next to, but it's a saying. Say saying. It is not scripture. Are you listening? And we must listen to scripture. 
If I tell you anything that's not in the Bible, you mustn't believe it. I must only preach what is in the Bible. Must I tell you what the Bible says? Some people say, you don't have to be enemies with people who leave your church. We're not in gangs. Huh? You saw that? That's a nice, it's a nice, it's nice, isn't it? This is what the Bible says. Apostle Paul, NLT. And now I make one more appeal. One more. One more. Foy Afsli. My dear brothers and sisters, what's out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught? Now, anybody who leaves, he doesn't leave because he's happy. Will you leave if you're happy? You leave because something upset you. You're not happy with something. In most cases, there are occasional when people leave for traveling or something. But I'm talking about generally, 95% of people leave in rebellion. I see gelukkig now say weg. And they drink a copetida. And they gaan om vraag, why did you leave? And dan kom hy gevaar, kom hy, hy mambatsi, hy mambatsi, wat onder jou koele, dan kom hy gevaar, hy sê, ek het die tige wittie, is het so? Sy was aan een leer daar, sy weet goed wat ek die wittie, you know things I don't know, you were a leader, something is not right by that, so you see, now you've been poisoned, ah, because you say, be friends with everybody. Listen, this is the devil's tactic. He says, watch out for those who cause to, uh, they, they change the teaching. Pastor say this, my pastor Prat forget said the contrary to what you have been taught. All right? Stay, say, stay away from them. Is that 16, 17? Now 18, this must not. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are serving their own personal interests. They want the church to break down because they want their own, they want to show, ek was recht, ek was recht, kan jylle sien? Daar het pastor Chrissy meer kekie. Ek was recht, ek was recht, hy is a false proof hier. You mustn't be fools. Listen to the scripture. By smooth talk and glowing words, that's I sayings. They say glowing sayings. We can be friends with enemies. We're not gangs. It's a nice saying. By smooth talk, they deceive innocent people. That is the word of God. That is not a nice saying. So don't fall for these things. I saw it and I thought, hey, pastors are now speaking things the only thing I can say, they don't understand. Let's not be rude to pastors. Let's just say they don't understand. And those people who say those things, they don't have big churches. Because the enemy won't allow them to have big churches. That snake will come every time. Pick, pick you, pick you. Your members will never be established. The Bible says, John, John the beloved... He writes in his epistles, he says, if you are a friend, and a friend of the world 
is an enemy of God. A what? God enemies. God is a loving God. God loves us all. It's a nice saying. So, what I'm trying to tell you all, friendship is not neutral. All right? It, they didn't say what the people did to God. They didn't, they didn't swear God out. They just said they were friends with this. And being a friend with somebody is a story. It tells a story about you. A friend of the world is an enemy of God. Can you see it? My friendship is a message. Going deep into the loyalty when we speak these things. So we don't encourage our members to drink tea by people who would like to see their pastor destroyed. Will you be happy if your child goes to that auntie in the corner who swears at you every day and who wants you to, to fail? But you can drink tea there, so. With a failed tea bag and a failed copy. <laughs> Won't you tell your child, what are you doing there? Don't you know that lady is rude to me? That lady wants me to be destroyed? But you allow it in the church. You want to allow it in the church? Rubbish! No, they don't understand. They don't understand. That's why we say joke with the... Words I was singing, huh? Joke with this loyalty. If you do not joke with this message, if you take this message lightly, you will only live to regret it. You will only live to regret it. I'm talking now about the tragedy of people who leave. Because a lot of people should never have left. They left in innocence because a devil influenced them, a little poison, and they are gone. Because when we warned you, brother, play weg van die man af. Hij pastor sal even staan Hij man, hij mag, hij gie vir my nekke, nou en dan so'n sakkie atapels, verstaan, pastor. Hij kreeg hij special by spa, by 50 rand for 3 packets. Oost we koop saam, 25, 25, ek kap ons het in 2, pastor. Ek kan nie, dit is my vriend, hij pastor. Nie lankie, dat sy en die atapels en die eivers weg uit die kerk. Listen to what I'm saying. I make a lot of jokes because I'm a good preacher, as I always preach. But, but behind my jokes, there's important truths. Don't just laugh, you must listen to what I'm saying. I'm warning you. And I'm not afraid, you see. I'm not afraid of these sayings. You can say, Pastor Chris Ross said so. It's not true what they are saying. It's, 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 it's a deception. It's a deception. A friend of the world is an enemy of God. We have a saying in loyalty, yeah. A friend of my enemy is also my enemy. Yeah? That's why I don't, I don't profess churches to take each other's members. I don't like it. Because the first thing you must do is when somebody come, I ask you, where do you come from? What the boss bring here? I'm from Pat Roman. Pat Roman! I ken hy man! That's a good pastor! Wacht, let me come What's your name? 
That's how we must do proper church. Proper church. Uh, brother, exchange at crocodile schooner. Have you say? Ah, but in public. Okay, Kwabi, except for you, what? Join my cake, man. Execute your tendency, man. I seek your loyalty. I don't take church hoppers. Hop my an, hop my an. Some people who want, to, who want to leave their churches, I help them to write a proper letter to their pastors and to go and see their pastor and explain so that when you see your pastor again in shop right, then you don't have to hide behind the condensed belt. Oh, you're a pastor. <laughs> no, 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 you greet him. Pastor, how can it have? How can it have the people there? I'm Pastor Chris, but you have to be a pastor. You have to visit for us. You're free to talk. But this, this ugliness, we must cut it out. And the pastors are important. Don't just take members from other churches. Ask them, where do you come from? You see, because you need flea powder to get the hojas of a lot of people. Anyway, Luke 15, I'm back to where I was. Come on, we're almost finished. Amen. My church know that we, we don't have much to do. We, we've become an enemy of the world. We are friends of God. So we like to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. We like to be here. We like Don Mowen's songs. He sings about dwelling in the house of the Lord. Amen. But say, but no, you'll take up your loosie, kick it. I'm talking about the tragedies. Only four points and I'm finished. There's a tragedy that happens when people leave. What is a tragedy? I'm going to read Luke 15 now. Just keep it on the board. A tragedy is an event that causes great suffering, great destruction, and great distress. And one of the greatest tragedies we see is people destroying their lives by leaving what they should never have left. Say amen. amen. Much pain and suffering is released when one person moves out of his position. If you can ask anybody who has experience with this, come see me. Because I have, I have many members, so I, the more members you have, the more experiences you will have of people who leave their position. Perhaps the greatest tragedy is the waste of life. Eesh. And the waste of ministry that is caused by people leaving something or someone God intended them to stay with. Say amen. amen. Leavers often waste their money, their lives, their giftings, and their callings. And years after leaving, these rebellious people live in isolation. True, say true. Isolation bedoels, they say alien man. Niemand kom kijk meer vir jou nie. They live in fruitlessness. And they live in emptiness. They never become what they were called to become. They never bore the fruit that they could have borne by being fruitful and staying where they belonged. 
Unfortunately, many of these rebellious leavers will not admit. I find this so strange. I mean, if you lived in a three-bedroom three house and you're now living in a windy, everything is, don't you see you are going backward? Say, die nie die jaren nie. Jou kinders die nie die jaren nie. Jylle gaan nie kijk. You don't go to church, you don't serve God, you don't, but, but you won't say, you still, you still want to have your own mind and your own thinking and your own preaching. Can't you see? Sadly, many rebellious leaders will not admit that they are regressing. That's so strange. That's very strange. That's very strange. I mean, everybody can see. Dick, Tom, and Harry can see, but you can't see. It is sad. They never actually repent. Maybe they see, but they don't come and say sorry. Are you hearing? We have a song we sing in this church. It's hymn number 157. You know, we have a song book here. Hymn 157 says, Sorry seems to be the hardest word. It goes like this. So sad. So sad. It's a sad, sad situation. When I, when I see a, a, a lever that has now gone backward, who, who, who has lost a lot of things, I sing this song. It's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. And it's getting more and more absurd. It's getting more and more. And it's so funny. Three bedroom, servants quarters. Servants quarters, in kamer by auntie. In kamer, Wendy, six by nine. Later, I said, three by six. So sad. So sad. So sad. It's a sad, sad situation. But sorry. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Nigel, with that booger now. Sorry seems to be. Isn't it? Sorry seems to me, or sorry seems to be the hardest word. Be honest. When last did you hear that word sorry? Be honest. Y'all can join us a movie, ma. Or say word that When last did somebody say sorry? When last did your wife say sorry? I mean, you, these are not words you hear often. Isn't it? These are not words you hear often. And while I'm talking to the wives, let me give you a clue. There are two words that you must learn seriously that will make your marriage very nice. The first word is sorry. I'm talking to the woman. I always throw something extra. You must say yes and sorry. Only two words. Say it often. Let me hear ladies say yes and sorry. So if the husband asks you for tea, you say yes. Isn't it right? And then if he sips it and it, it tastes a bit cold, he say, why is it so cold? Then you say, that's right, clap for the ladies, clap for the ladies. 
And then when you say, uh, go, go make it warm again, you say? You say? Yes. Then when you bring it again, he taste it and he say, now it's right. Next time don't give me cold tea again, you say? Clap for the ladies, clap for the ladies. That is marriage counseling for free. Two words. What are they? Why don't why are you not saying it? You're not married yet. Okay, remember it when you get married. You will have you will have the most rosy honeymoon marriage you'll ever have in your life. Because sorry seems to be. Sorry Ooh. seems to be the hardest word. Even as I, even as I'm teaching, I can see some ladies say, "Excellent for me, excellent suit." Je gaat hier van mij zoeven niet daarin. Is het waar? Is het waar? Is het waar? Alle denken, hier pastor, zij is mos mal, zij is man pastor. Zij is mos mal. Listen. Listen, people who, 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 who lose many things. It's sad that they will never come to say sorry. It only takes a sorry. You know? A good father will never chase an apologetic son or daughter away. Never. A good father. But it only takes sorry. Yesterday when I was preaching about that lady, you all that were here in the conference, is this lady sitting here. Stan. This morning I also made a stand. Yeah. She's, listen, wait, don't clap now. She's one of the few ladies that left here. Although she was not rude to me or so, but she left. So I also thought, why would you leave? Because when you leave and you're not far, it means something's wrong here. If you have to go far, I understand. But, you know, so she left. And then I asked the people, why did she leave? They said, no. A husband died many years ago. So she was burning for a husband. <laughs> and then she found an apostle. Apostle Suleiman. Mukhuddin. <laughs> And she enjoyed the fact that the people had now to call her the first lady. She always saw, uh, where's my wife's helpers? They don't sit here. Yeah. She, she, she enjoyed people carrying, where's the bag? Yeah. She enjoyed people carrying the bag. 
much she found out that this apostle wasn't a true apostle. Yeah. <laughs> he was an apple stock. She misunderstood. And then she said, no man. In my father's house. She said, in my father's house, it was better. Osman was in a garage kekel. The water fell on my hair. And the hair. The hair was very long to strengthen she came and I was happy to see her. I said, Christina, because she used to shout. It's now when she was with the, with the, the apostles, she stopped shouting. I, I, I'm busy rehabilitating her. I'm busy rehabilitating her. Yeah. She used to shout. Every time I preach, she shout. And it's nice when somebody, yeah. amen, when you preach, you know, it encourages you because most people are sleeping in the church. But she was, then she came back and when I asked her, she said, Pastor, she, e, one of the few people I ever heard, that's why I admire her. She said, Pastor, I'm sorry, man. I made a mistake, man. That apostle, Suleiman hmm. Mukhuddin. Nay, moet gaan, Pastor. Ik heb die lus voor veel onderbroekjes was. En sokjes met gatten in die nei. And I said, you can gladly come back. Because that word is a, I've not heard it before. It's a strange word. <laughs> it seems to be. I want to read to you the sit, 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 sit. You can sit my Kepfer. Christina. Valamina. What is, what is Ali name? Christina Katerina Valamina. And your fan? Linda Boom. Linda Boom. Now say the yellow name. Christina Katerina Valamina. Antirina Linda Boom. Christina Valamina Katarina Lindeboom <laughs> When people find themselves in a hole they can't relate their problems to the fact that they should never have left the church. People don't, don't see life through spiritual lenses, Pastor Clint. They don't see that my, my downgrade, my afghan, is to do with the church that I came from. People can't see. Because when you were here, you started to look nice. Yeah, people don't naturally see. You know, when you visit an uncle, then you say to the uncle, yeah, you goodness, some group, but they can't see that they've grown because they all they they all the time. You understand? So it's like sometimes you don't know 
how nice you look now. That's why I like to take photos of the people when they come to Christ in my crusades. Here the magician who like a Alla Arrestantus Falka Rue Bosses. You know, I have my crusades in the poorest area, so I pray for people, I lay hands, and then something. Sometimes I'm so tired when I get home. You know? Then I tell my wife, <laughs> I want to eat something. She says, Oh, you're a good She says, Oh, you're a good Because we have now clothes for people. And she's right, because that's the ministry that I'm in. But it's not long when that people come to church. Sorry, you don't understand, eh? You can buy from Brazil, eh? You can buy here from where? Venezuela, Italian, others. You can even buy Jamaican here, Rasta. You just connect it somewhere. I used to think that all ladies here is, they naturally, my wife taught me, no man, they join it somewhere. So nowadays I pull the hair, I want to feel. <laughs> and they can't get angry because I'm their father. You know, I'm, I play with my children. A father must play with his children. You can see me playing with the children. That's a, a big mama, but she's like my daughter. As if I'm quatera, I can see. Luke 15 verse 1. Oh, yet let the clamor. Jesus told the story of two sons. That they had two different outcomes. Despite the fact that they had the same father. Listen. This could also be the story of two pastors or two Christians with the same spiritual father. They illustrate the different outcomes that follow people who go on different paths. I'm talking about the prodigal son. Luke 15, a certain man had two sons and the younger of them quickly said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that befalleth to me and he divided them his living. Hallelujah. Keep going. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, took his journey into a far country and they wasted his substance on riotous living. Keep going. And when he had spent all, there arose a famine in that land. And he began to be in one. Just up till there. Amen. So the first tragedy that hits someone who leaves a place he should never have left is the tragedy of a lost position. You lost your position. This man was a son, but he left. He should not have left. Amen. Because when he came back in verse 18, listen to what he says. Listen to what he says in verse 18. He says, I will arise and go say, Father, I have sinned against thee before heaven and, with, uh, and before thee. Verse 19, I am no more worthy to be called thy 
son. So from a son, he's going to a lower position of a servant. The first tragedy, if you leave a place you should never have left, you lose your position. Make me as a hired servant. Hey. If God didn't call you to go on your own, please don't make the mistake of moving out on your own. I had people in my church that went and started their own churches. I told them, don't do it. I had great dreams for some of the pastors uh, that came here. <clears throat> no, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. So sometimes I think maybe the wife will talk sense into the, this uh, ambitious man. I say, are you also? Yes, no, 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 no. The Lord spoke to my husband. Oh. What can I do? <clears throat> One pastor... I wanted to make him the head of my Bible school. I said to him, I have a vision for you, man. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to start a Bible school. <coughs> and you can be the, the pastor. No, uh, God said me to go <coughs> and start the church. That I never felt, sorry, thank you. Boy. I never felt it's the will of God. But when people use the Holy Spirit, I can't say that. The arme heilige geest word for alles gebling. The poor Holy Spirit. They just use that. They think, okay, now I'm not further worry. Because they want to be the Holy Spirit. Then as time went on, the church moved. You know, when you start to go backward. Sometimes the Lord allows a small backward step just to lift you forward. But if you're continually moving backward, it's not the whole time. So you go in it. Say it. That's what people say. That's what they say. That's what they say. He's not in reverse the whole time. Now, will he spell the food into my shirt? They play not in reverse. Lekker saaltje gehad. He had a lick of salty because he went and took over another pastor's church. And after the salty, to a housey because something went wrong with the rental. Blah, blah, blah. And from the housey to the cap, to the, and the look, carport is very popular in Delft. Carport churches. There's even an association of carport ministers international. It's not wrong to start in a carport. Don't misunderstand me. We can all start in carports. I also started my church very small in a classroom. It's not wrong. I'm just saying, he, he came from a big wall. So we went backward, backward. Later, it was a home cell. I'm telling you the truth. My story is not true unless I tell you otherwise. A well-known, a certain pastor. I can't say his name. It starts with one of the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> then eventually, I saw the pastor no longer saying scriptures on Facebook. You know, he's a friend of mine on Facebook. No longer scriptures. Now just, just football. Manchester United. We're losing again. We're losing again. We're losing again. Eish. Hey, Shaq, Harry Maguire, 
sack. Uh, soldier, soldier, only at the wheel, only at the wheel. I say, hey, you used to put scriptures on. You know, he spoke about Ezekiel in the wheel, in the middle of the wheel. Now he say, only at the wheel, only at the wheel. <laughs> no more scriptures. And I realize he's finished. So when I inquire, ask somebody, please tell me about the, <coughs> the welfare of this man. They told me now he gave the church to another pastor. He's no longer in ministry. A tragedy of a lost position. <coughs> My Bible school. <coughs> I'm sure there's is around 80 to 100 members <coughs> in the Bible school. I don't know, where's Evans? Pastor Evans. Yeah, he, our Bible school normally is in the, in the early intake, it's more than 100 people, isn't it? Yeah. The brother was sitting with five people. Yeah. I said, stay here. No, 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 the Holy Spirit. Tragedy. Got a degree in theology, everything. No longer in the church. It's sad. A tragedy is, is, is a sad happening. That's what we call a tragedy. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about my own experience with these people. So, you know, most high positions belong to people who have stayed faithful for many years. And Satan, Satan has a dream for you. Must I tell you what is Satan's dream for you? Is to bring you down. Pastor, you may be seated. Satan's dream is for you to, to be brought down. That's his dream. And the urge for you to leave your God-given position is a demonic desire that comes from demon spirits seeking your downfall and your disgrace. There'll be an occasion when you have to leave someplace because God is really calling you. But you see, God and time will prove if that thing is right that you are saying. We leave you to God and to time. But after a time, I said, oh, no, but he got it's, it's that the, <coughs> the demons are ready to take you to a place of disgrace. That's what they want to do. Joke with it. Yes. <coughs> and I can think of more people like this. There's actually a very famous worship leader. I don't know if I must say his name. You all listen to his series. He was, he was singing in the day when I was a young man. He was the worship leader of a top church in America. No, let, let me leave him. Let me leave him. You don't know him. Let me talk about a South African. <clears throat> he sang with one of the greatest evangelists that ever lived. And every time before this evangelist came onto the stage, they would give him the platform. He said, no, sing. Oh, the thousands of people that were blessed by his ministry. And then suddenly we saw the evangelist doing crusades. And <clears throat> the man is not there anymore. <clears throat> so one day I met him. <clears throat> he was standing outside, shoprite checkers, playing CDs and selling CDs. I said, yay, evangelist. <clears throat> Why are you not with a great man of God? He said, no, the Lord has led me. 
the Lord has led me to another ministry. And that man of God loved him so much, he gave him tent, big speakers, everything. Okay, go. If that's what you say. But they say, did the man of God tell you to, 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 to stay here? He said, no, he wanted to take me with him. All over Africa, all over the world. But the Lord told me I must work here among the people. And not long, as the years went by, then I get a phone call. Kring, kring. Pastor Chris, isn't there a prayer beauty? Isn't there a prayer beauty there by your church? You know? I said, oh, no, no, no. Not now. No. And the, the calls were so much that I felt sorry for him. I said, okay, okay, okay. Let me just give you, let me just put some dollars aside. For those years that your records used to bless me. But now you have become a beggar. You should never have left the singing with the great evangelists. You should have, you would have sang the world. He was in, in Europe. He sang in places. He thrilled the world. But somehow the devil can come and tell you something stupid. And the, 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 all the blessings that was going to be yours is gone. Um, that's just an African example. Another friend not far from here, one of the Christian explainers, he told me the story. He was doing singing and a Johannesburg pastor came and told him, come sing for us. We're going to give you a house. We're going to give you a car. You're gonna give me. I met him one day. He was a bit afgebrand. You know, afgebrand. <laughs> for those English people. I said, hey, brother, where are you? He said, hey, Pastor Chris. We'll never know what happened to me. These worship leaders, these people promised me if I sing in their big churches, they're going to give me a bigger check. He was at the nice church, was working, but they offered him a bigger check. So we went. They put him in a house smaller than Leiden's houses. You know, Joburg also has Lake Leiden. Don't think Joburg is, yes, some Joburg people here, but look confused. They also have the townships. So they put him in. <coughs> It was a house. They just never described the house that it was going to be. It was like a two-bedroom or a one-bedroom house. RDP. He told me it was an RDP. And here he had a nice three-bedroom, nice house. He ran off. He now thought that this is the limelight. You see, he was but a good pastor. But it was a tragedy of a lost position. So when he came back, they said, no, that's no class. I am no worship leader. Struggling. Struggling to make ends meet. And it's the story of many people who leave when they should not have left. Are you with me? You can rather be the leg of an elephant than to be the head of a mouse. Are you listening? Yeah. So even my guys who assist me here, their ministries will be bigger if they stay here than if they just go and start Kubli Gop Ministries International. Yeah. Better to be the foot of an elephant than to be the head of a mouse. Are you listening? It's a tragedy of a lost position. Hey, are you still there? <clears throat> Number two. The second tragedy is the tragedy of desolation and poverty. 
Luke 15, 31, and he said unto him, Son, Luke 15, 31, and he said unto him, Son, this is now the eldest brother. Remember the eldest brother came complaining because the, past, the, the father threw a party for the prodigal son. I'm sure you all leaders in churches, you must have read Luke 15. He said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have, all that I have is yours. In other words, if the prodigal son already got his turkey, everything that's left now belongs to the other brother. So, although there's a party, there's nothing else. Because all that I have goes to the one that stayed, and you that left, you will go to poverty. Look, the father said, bring the fatted calf. Spread the table. Let's make a braai. That's when he heard the music, the braai, he said, yeah. I don't want to go into that, but there's a problem of our people in our, in our townships. They have a braai. They have big shoes like you walk on the moon. And the music, <laughs> and they have, he put a ring on his finger. But you know what it is? It wasn't, you, if you saw this boy, you would have think he was wealthy. But the Bible says he had nothing. But what did he have? Symbols of wealth, symbols. Zij het een ring en zij het een paar dierskoene wat zij nog afbetaal, opie, 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 opie. Wat noem hulle rij goed, wat jylle so koop? Wat zij afbetaal, opie, leibai, ja? You see, don't, don't, don't think, sometimes pastors can show you like they've got a lot, that they, don't, don't be fooled. When a pastor is not wearing gold, he's not wearing rings, you think, oh, these are poor. You make a mistake. Real rich people, they never show their wealth. They don't show their wealth. Yeah. Yeah. The Queen of England, you don't see that people with five rings on their fingers. They've got all the jewels in the world if they open their thing. But they don't come, come flashy, so flashy. And you ladies, you must watch these men that come with flashy clothes. You must know that's all symbols of wealth. It's not real wealth. Not real wealth. And as, as I moved for you but towel by McDonald's, I said, yeah, I can't make card but I is for You come to poverty and desolation. Poverty and desolation. That's one of the tragedies of a lost position. It's a tragedy. He said, everything I have is yours. You have everything and this boy has nothing. Yes. Nothing means nothing. It's one of the tragedies of your God-given position. You will run from place to place. Hmm. He had began to be in want and no man gave him anything. My son was with me. He's visiting now. He's not just visiting. He's home from America. So he asked me about someone he knows well. Because the man had regressed from having many things. So he asked me, explain to me, Daddy, why? What happened? And I said to him, look, some people don't understand spiritual realities. 
You can't just say one plus one is two. You see, if you play with God and you attack God's servants, you're going to pay a price. I'm warning all of you. I'm warning all of you. Look, I'm not afraid of poverty. Me. Must I tell you why? I told it to, did I tell it to you yesterday? I was sitting in a conference and my pastor was a prophet. He walked past me and he stopped preaching. There was a thousand, more than a thousand people. Stopped preaching and he turned to me and he said, Chris Ross, write this down, write this down. I didn't have a pen that day, but I, I was just hoping my guys will help me. He said, poverty will never be associated with you, ever. And I received it. It was spiritual. I received it. Never. I'm not poor. Because of spiritual principles, laws, and realities. You see, I had hired a venue for Bishop Dag that cost me more than 100,000 rand. Everybody said, you're crazy. I said, no, look. This is, they want something that has this, 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 this. Even he said, this thing is too expensive. After what he heard, you see. But the spiritual reality was that the value I place on his ministry is far more than. You see, when you see these buildings and stuff and look like we've got money. No, it's just spiritual transactions. I made a spiritual transaction. And I received the blessing that I will never be poor. Yeah, that's when I made the joke and said, I can buy you a pie, I can buy you a remember? And I told my brother, my friend, I take you a pie, go back, but love you. Hello, how for my brother a pie? No, I'm not saying any mula cake. Never be poor. Never be poor. So every time my bank balance goes down, the Lord just makes it go back again. I don't, I, don't, I don't try to get money. I don't aim for money. Nothing, nothing. I, live, I believe the prophetic word. You see? And I also believe that people who attack the servants of God, that spiritual reality will also work against them. So I had to explain to my son. I said, look, this man attacked the servants of God. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, he said, no, but explain. He, he had a big house. He had money. He had, how did that happen? I said, look, my son. He attacked the servants of God. Is all I can tell you. He did everything clever. He didn't. He got a lot of money. Now they teach you in economics, don't put your eggs in one basket. Is that right? So he put his eggs in different baskets. Yeah, he, did. he had all the economic sense. But he didn't realize that what he's doing by his terrible attack on the servants and on the houses of God is going to bring him poverty and desolation. And all four investments that he put money in, it all crumbled at the same time. Kaboof! Kaboof! The bank came for his house. The bank came for his car. The bank almost took his wife, but he didn't buy her there. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, Pastor. So now they ask now, no, who? What did you get Wanted to destroy the church, you see? That's why God saved Paul. Paul said, Paul said, I did it, Lord, I did it in ignorance. But God was gracious to me. 
Maar kom, ik ga voor jou iets vandaag sê. Ik ga net sê en ik wil het sê. The Bible says, listen carefully. Whatever a man sows, he will also reap. And Paul the Apostle, ek wil vir julle iets sê van Paulus. He wrote in his letters, he said, I was beaten 39 times. I was shipwrecked. I was thrown over the wall. Huh? You know, even though God used him, he was the one that was in charge of beating the apostles. Stephen was killed. Other apostles was beat. He went from, they said they went from city to city beating the apostles. So even though God saved him, spiritual truth is this, that that law doesn't change. But the man said, so if there's any apostle that was really beaten, is Paul. They put him in a, in a basket down a wall. They beat him with whips on his back. He lashes. He says, in hunger often. Find the scripture, hunger often. Shipwreck often. Beaten 39 times. He wrote Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, Philemon, and many say Hebrews. But he was gone. As I know the Afrikaans, I must break. As I the Afrikaans, I must break. Yerra! Hulle het om gemoker, is dat een goeie woord, ne? Hulle het om gemoker. Because what a man sows, sy sal terugbetaling kry. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. Weet julle wat het is om in die water te drijf, in die eskouwe water? En die walvis is al die omjou, die 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 shaak. A night and day I have been in the deep, Ek dink as nog man, en journeys often. Nee man, NLT, laat hulle dit sien. I have traveled on many long journeys, I have faced danger from rivers. Hy was gerop ook. Hy was gerop, from robbers. En hy was jy nie leide nie. Hulle rop ook nogal in Israel. Hulle het sy selfoon afgevat. As well as from the Gentiles, I face danger in the cities, danger in the deserts, and on the seas, and I face danger from men who claim to be believers and all not. But the man sows, he shall surely reap. You see? So I couldn't explain it. I tried to explain it in economics. I said, look, the only explanation daddy can give you, you take the house of God. You take the servants of the Lord. He has come to poverty and desolation. The prodigal son found himself eating in the pigsty. I'm warning you. The day you allow the serpent to poison you and you leave a church that the pastor nurtured you and he helped you and you say bad things hoping the church break down, get ready for this, get ready for this, get ready for this. Get ready. Get ready. 
You can't say you were not taught. You see, Paul even came, he said, he said, Lord, I did it in, Heere, ek het mys nou nie geweet die man. Toe kry nog altyd so pak. Nou wat van jou wat nou geleer word nou vandag? Sy gaan nog swader pak kry. I'm sorry man, I'm saying to them, if Paul, shame, this is my dear sister from Zimbabwe. If Paul was beaten, he told, he told the Lord, I did this in ignorance, I didn't know. But you have sowed the seed, you must get it back. But God probably had mercy on him, so they, instead of hitting him 50 times, they only gave him 39 lessons. But you don't have the excuse of Paul, because I'm telling you now what you mustn't do. Are you listening? And listen to me, listen to me. I'm not telling you this to make your pastor great or something like that. No, we don't know. The pastor don't really need you. It's God that will lift him up. It's for your own progression that we are teaching this. Please don't misunderstand. God wants to bless you. God has a plan for you. Satan also has a plan for you. That plan is your destruction, your poverty, your disgrace. A tragedy of a lost position. A tragedy of poverty. And number three, my penultimate point. Penultimate means my, my second last point. <laughs> the tragedy of wasted relationships. Listen to me. Kijk for me. Lost his Kijk for me. This is probably the greatest tragedy, brother. It's not the poverty. It's not the position. It's the relationship you had and the access you had to a man of God is gone. You see, I have access to my, my bishop. By its divine grace. They can ask Pastor Petham, I have access. I have access and I cherish that access. I've been criticized for it. I've been said many things, but I will not, I will not let anybody uh, disturb that thing. I will not even go close and be rude in, that, in, in his presence because, you see, some people don't know how to act in the king's palace. Yeah, the Bible says of Daniel and his three friends, they were chosen because they knew how to behave in the king's palace. Yeah. You see, when somebody comes close to the man of God, they're only, they're only nice in the beginning. Afterwards, they become familiar and then they start to, to, to not respect the man of God anymore. They don't have a sense of awe and reverence. They say of these yelpers, what gaat hulle so aan? Oh, is man net a man? Is man net a mens? You see, you, 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 when, you, when you have access, you must behave well. Otherwise, you're going to lose the access. I think there's a saying that I learned also. I had a mic mother or something. He says, access, uh, favor gives you access. But protocol keeps you there. I'm going to help you now. Remember I told you, Pastor Chris has nicely explained it. Protocol means the, 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 the rules of the, of the environment. This is accepted and not accepted. Like, you can't come to the Pope and just shake his hand. Nobody must touch the Pope. That's the environment in the Vatican City. So they tell you, if, you have the, if you're lucky to go and meet the Pope, they say, don't shake his hand. This is the rules. Stand at least two meters in case you have coronavirus. They tell you, they tell you all the things. Now imagine you come there. 
You hit him like that. Like you greet here. The security will take you out. Because you didn't understand the protocol of the environment. And that's when, when people have access to men of God, you must be careful that you don't familiarize yourself so much that you lose your sense of honor and respect for the man. And this, ah, pastor, 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 listen, my God. Hey. Because the greatest tragedy is that you no longer will have access to the advice, to the guidance, to the, uh, to the prayers, to the prophetic word I'll speak, is gone. Because you see, you can be poor. You can have lost your position, but just a, a prophetic word from a father over your life will, will lift you up into a new position again. Yeah. The curses can be reversed if a man of God is in your life. But that is one of the greatest tragedies. Now, let me, let me say this. Pastor Clint Ross, I tell you something. I tell you not a lie. There are many people that left my church because I've been a pastor for 19 years of my own church. I've been an assistant pastor for five years with another man of God. So I know a little bit about church. Most people who leave here, when I find them again on the streets, if they can't dodge me, sometimes they try to dodge, but they can't. Then I, then I greet them. I don't, have, I, don't, I don't have a problem. So how are you? I don't greet them like, hang. Ignore them because I stick my name on your rug. I won't let you. I find this amazing. Every time they will mention the things I preach. I forgot about it. They don't tell me one sermon of the pastor where they are now. I say, pastor, I'll never forget. When you preached about the barren victory. He said, this is the nice. I scream for what I said. I, I'm also shocked for what I said. Because they remember my sermon so much. It tells me something, huh? They were never supposed to go away. Because you see, they no longer have access. Maybe, yes, they can try to, to jump on a YouTube or something. I heard that they, my guys are not putting me on YouTube. I better speak Woolworths English from now. <laughs> but, Pastor Len, I don't lie to you. I, I've had this so many times. Then I say, Pastor, I'll never forget that message. Then I know, I know this guy should not have left. Because he's yearning inside. He said, you preach substance, man. Christina, is it bad? Die apostle, they gevoel nee man. He and my pastor is. I got substance, man. Yeah, my pa, my father didn't throw the mic from the left to the right. The messages are clear because. At that time I had pure access. You're gonna miss it. Now I see people use my sayings, no? My sayings, then they put their names. You know, this Facebook thing, you can must not make this color chart. And then they make sayings. 
Stuff I said, I preached, and they put their own names there. But I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't. That's the last bit that they have, the last of the Mohicans. They've lost the access. Yeah. They've lost the access. You see, can they get it back? They can, but remember what I said earlier on? Sorry. Seems to be. So much people that. It's hard to say sorry. It's hard to come back and say sorry. That's why I say don't laugh at the prodigal son. The one thing he did well, he said, no, I'm going to go back to my father. I'm going to say, Father, oh, Father, I've made a mistake, man. He first said it in his mind. Salvation is a sense of the mind. Let me speak to the evangelist here. Salvation It requires the mind's reaction. He said to himself, he said to me, pigsty, he realized I'm in the wrong position. So the message mustn't be a hype message so that it all goes because everybody goes, it must make him think, I need Christ. I need the Father. He said first to himself, this is, the scripture repeats itself. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. And then it says again, and he went and he said everything he said he was going to say. I, I, I made a mistake to leave your house. Let me come back and I'm willing to be one of the servants. I don't even want to be one of the sons. Because I know I lost my position. Hmm. By leaving, he wasted years of relationship and advice that he could have benefited from. And this is the greatest tragedy of all. You had access to great wisdom, great fellowship, great anointing, and to lose it all because you move out of your position. We see it now. Look, our church is just, it's not yet finished, but it's, it's a place where we can do a funeral, we can do some stuff here, you see? Then people have to come here because some of their old friends die and they just, they just come and I bury them. Then you can see their faces have lost the joy that they once had. You see, my people are all excited. Even at the funeral, we're always excited. But you can see as they sit, it's lost. Everything they had. Hmm. I'm sure they must be saying, some, some, maybe some. Yara, ek You see, but like you, I didn't have like this. Like your pastor doesn't maybe have this. Now you leave, you think you'll never get to something, but your past is going somewhere. Yeah. You must just hold on. And, and, and these children that stay with me, they will enjoy this. This church is not in my name. The building, not the steel, nothing is not in my name. It's in the name of the church. When I'm dead, Breakthrough Ministries International will continue and these youngsters will pastor the church. They will enjoy uh, light parties, dinners, Banquets with long rocker yet. Woo! 
powerful preaching here. With great local men and international men. But the others will say, yes. Your mind must be so polluted if you lost it all. Last point, I'm closing. Het jylle offering ingegooi, jylle wat so skree preach. Ha? Was jylle hiervoor, ek het jylle nie gesien nie. The tragedy of a lost inheritance is the fourth and the last point. Wasted relationships, lost, first a lost position, in desolation and poverty, wasted relationship, and lastly, a lost inheritance. A lost inheritance. If you have a father, surely he's got something that he's going to leave to his sons. Isn't it? But if you left home, we don't know where you are. We can't leave, we can't send you anything. We, we don't know where you are. We don't know where the pigsty is. You're not home. You will lose your inheritance. Now the inheritance is spiritual. You see, there's a scripture that speaks about inheritance in the New Testament. It talks about Ephesians 1.18. Listen to this. It says, the, uh, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. Do you see the word inheritance? Yes. <clears throat> and when I spoke before the break, I said, Elijah had a servant. Do you remember? Who left the ministry prematurely and he missed the anointing. The same servant that assisted him in the slaying of the prophets of Baal. The servant that went seven times to see the rain clouds that gathered. It was that servant who saw miracle power. <clears throat> Yet he left in the midst of the ministry. Mm. When you leave your God-given position, you may lose the anointing you would have received. But also, you will lose your inheritance. Because a man of God carries something. You won't believe. And that thing has to go to somewhere. <clears throat> that thing has to go to somewhere. But it only goes to servants. People that are humble, that stay to the end. Yeah. I was I planted the church in East London and when I spoke to Pastor Harold Prince, he just died some recently. But when I spoke to him, he told me the story of my spiritual father, the one who led me to Christ, my father in the Lord. <clears throat> Evangelist Ati Prince that had come to plant the church here. <clears throat> Many years ago, he built the church. This church was built by Ati Prince. And I stood there and I thought, 
Nou verstaan ik wat zoek ik in East London. You see, when, when Ati Prince was old and starting to give his mantle off, the young boys that were older than Clint and myself, they were all fighting, saying, we gaan die mantel, we gaan nie. we couldn't talk because we were too late, we were too late. But when I stood in East London, and I have my church there, there's my pastor, where is she? There's she. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think you were there yet. There was a former pastor who orangolized me, who left a position. You're enjoying now what she should have had. Replacement pastor. But I stood there and I thought of, thought maybe this is something of an inheritance that I've got. It's, I mean, I didn't know anybody in East London. It's now that we know someone in East London. <coughs> the man that initially invited us, he also wrangled But we have a church there. Real people. We can't just leave them. I used to fly up and down to East London. It's only with COVID that I didn't go, but we have to go again. But I can't go anymore. I went too many times. Now I'm sending these boys with plane tickets, fly and go preach there. Because they must get the inheritance, isn't it? They must get the inheritance. But I realized it's a spiritual transaction. I didn't have much conversation with Ati Prince just towards the end of his life. I used to visit him in his home. He lived around the corner. He lost his legs that time, just before he died. And I sat there a few times with him. Yeah. He gave me my first preaching appointment. Events at the Prince in the Civic Center in, Leo, in uh, Clark's Estate. Yeah, he said, you will preach. But I couldn't preach like those guys. Those guys were very rough preachers. I was just more like English medium. But he knew. You see, not everybody will see that you are called and anointed. It doesn't matter. Certain people with the Spirit of God, they will see you and say, and then you can get that transaction. Transaction. We didn't know these things that I'm talking to you about, so we didn't maybe treat the pastors the way we should have. You are getting a chance to treat your pastor with honor and respect because there's something that can come from your pastor to you. Yeah. Something that can come. Everything went to the elder boy. He stayed with the father to the very end. He stayed with the father to the very end. And although Elijah, Elisha had a biological father, I told you, is nothing that he wanted from the father because he burnt his oxen. He left everything and he followed the spiritual man of God. And that mantle came down. And it was he who caught it. He was not deceived by Satan. He was not deceived by the devil's tricks and wiles to leave his position. Because if you leave and it's not God's timing, it's not God's will, you're going to lose many things. Number one, you will lose your, you will lose your, I gave you four, you will lose your position. Number two, you will lose your, you will go into poverty and desolation. Yeah. Number three, you will lose your spiritual relationship. And number four, you will lose what was supposed to come to you. Money can't buy spiritual things. You see, 
this man came to, uh, was it to Paul and he said, I give you money, Simon, yeah, the magician. I'll give you money if I can do what you do. And, and he said, I rebuke you. This thing of God cannot be bought with money. You must follow closely and you will catch the anointing. Follow close. Stay, stay, stay. Now on the road, there's going to come some rocky experiences. Some sister gaat om beskoffers met jou en het gaan die maak, sy moet vasthou. Hou vast aan Jesus. Your family depends on you. Your husband depends on you. Your children depends on you. Many sisters in our church, they've come to the Lord uh, and stayed here faithfully. And their husbands are very resistant to come. And I always tell them, just you keep following. God is going to do something wonderful in your life. And a lot of our sisters now come sit in the church with their husbands. But as the people have left here, they've also tried to influence my people. And yesterday I said it. If you open the door to someone who is who's leaving in rebellion and you open your door just for a few minutes to sit and listen to that person, that person will leave behind in your house a poison. You can't see it with a naked eye. One day when you're out of this church, you will see. We, we had a sister like that that went to seven families in our church. But when I, when I, when I, when I discovered it, it was too late. I said, she's been going around. She was not happy with something here. And she left. She went to see seven. I think she went to eight. The eighth sister didn't let her into the door. She didn't let her foot over the drumple of the door. You know? She, she said, ah, don't, don't come talk to me about Pastor Chris. Can you take for dinner? I no sprung from 10 keke. I no I play with the man. I jump for many chances. Listen, over a period of, could it be more than seven years, Alpi Lucille? That, that poison, no? The first three left immediately. The first four families. Three stayed. I always said this in my heart and I knew you have allowed the poison. The poison didn't work on them suddenly, but over a long time. All of them of who that sister put a foot in the house, even if it was for five minutes, today they are no longer here. And I mean, they stayed long after. They stayed long after. You see? You see? These stupid sayings that you see on Facebook, you can still drink tea with those who left. Be careful. It's satanic poison to destroy your church. Your job is to help your pastor to make your church, whether it's global wisdom, T-O-W, whatever, you rise and shine, you must make it a powerful, exciting, welcome church for members to come and join there. Yes. And because you have, a, you have good pastors, surely they won't take people coming into the door now and making them leaders. You that were with them for a while, you will be the leaders of the church. That's a good pastor. No, not somebody who came in now. No, no, no. So stay. Hang on. 
Your inheritance is coming. Some anointing is coming. Where's Pastor Ali? Get to me here quickly. He, this pastor, I'm, I'm finished. I'm just, just, this plane has landed. We're now moving into the parking bay. This pastor that's going to come in here, and he also does security work. Let's look after your cars and everything. He's, he, he, he really works hard for the Lord, you know. But he's also pestilent, man. You know pestilent? He's always phoning me. He's always, he's always, you know, I tell them I'm, they must keep me up to date, you know. Keep me up to date with things. Come here, come here, Pastor Ali. Keep me up to date, tell me this, tell me that. Then in the night, my, my phone goes, ping, 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 ping. And my wife say, Iman Sukyo, I say, ah, Pastor Ali. Ping, 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 ping. He reports everything. Everything. I told him the people must send pictures of their own cells. We no longer do forms and so on. All cell phones. The one with a bit of data in the way, the photo, send it to him so that we can see what we can do by each Simple. Then he can do the admin from that picture. Now, all of that for him. Now, forward day, a hundred pictures na my to. Bing, 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 bing. My batteries pop and I'm all the pinks. But I remember one day, he was working in the poor areas in the cell. Then he kept telling me, Pastor, this sister has a problem. He tells me everything. And one day I said, Pastor Ali, I can't see the year anymore. I can't hear all this. Fat Johanna. And learn it up in Sika. And all the salgas on for. From the scripture. To as many as believe. You shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. You shall speak in new tongues. Yes. You shall pick up deadly things. So drink that and you pick up scorpions. They shall not harm you. And he's given me countless testimonies of healings. I can't remember the first one was a big healing. I almost thought, yo, I say salvang and steker as made. What was that? It was an eye or something. I remember one lady, or she was in a wheelchair or something, and you told me. To think, no man, I got no laden to me, man. Rosendal, what was that? A man who couldn't walk. Yeah. English is meant to understand. It was in the Rosendal branch. We had a guy that was being invited, and he couldn't walk. And we took him by the hand by faith, and we prayed for him. And I believed that the Lord could heal him. And then we walked with him, and he started to walk. And we give the Lord all the glory and all the honor. Ah, that was it. A man who couldn't walk. A man that was lame. I see a good son will catch the anointing. So any sick people in Delft, I don't come anymore. I say, Pastor Ali, 
Go heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. And make the blinded eyes to see. Because he was one of the first pastors who caught, who caught my spirit. One of the first. One day one of our old members started to turn against me and said to him, 1 Corinthians 13, love is the main thing. We can't stay away from people. We must love them. So he told the person, I was surprised. He, the, the person quoted you was at 1 Corinthians 13. God is all about love. And then you told him, but, but Romans 16, 17. He told me the story. He says, mark those who cause division among you and be separate from them. So I asked him, so what did the old man say? He said he didn't say anything. It's the, it's the script. It's the scripture. It's the scripture. If you have a bad world pastor, which none of these pastors are, then there's a way to live. But if you are at these pastors' churches, you must remain and give your hands, your heart, and your mind to help them build the churches. Stop hopping from church to church. My spiritual father, Pastor Colin Lefoy from Durban, says, I don't come to church with, with techies on. I'm not a runner. A running shoes. I don't come to church with running shoes on. I don't run from church to church. I'm in this church and I stay here. Yeah. Yeah. Loyalty is beautiful. Loyalty is beautiful. And anybody who tells you that it's, 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 it's Satan doesn't want you to know the truth because he wants to deceive you, to take you away, and you will lose your position. You'll go into poverty and desolation. You will lose your relationship that you had with your pastor, and you will lose your inheritance. May the Lord have mercy on you. Stand to your feet, everybody. Virgil. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Makasheto. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. I said a lot of things. Pray over everything I said. Pray that you will not be deceived by Lucifer to lose your position, to lose your inheritance, to become sick with poverty. Pray, 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 pray. Pray that you don't lose. That you don't lose. Let the power of the Holy Ghost 
Lift your hands. Shall I keep the strings? The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. Every time I delve into this spiritual realm, I sense God's presence. It's an anti-satanic Satan is losing ground He's losing people <clears throat> However this must be an injection That you get as a booster Every time You need this We're going to foil the devil's works He goes around like a roaring lion Seeking whom he may devour. But he will not have the victory. You shall be protected by the spiritual covering of your father. <clears throat> your spiritual father. <clears throat> the prophet Malachi said, <clears throat> he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children. And he's going to turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. <clears throat> and he's going to remove the curse <clears throat> that has been destroying our churches for many years. <clears throat> the Cape Platts will have churches with strong people and good people. We are not the tail. No, we are the head. We are not beneath, we are on top. We are not beggars. <clears throat> the spirit is moving. 
It's a time. It's a time for us to give. It's a time for us to give. It's a time for us to bless. It's a time for us to arise. For many years we've just been giving. We've just been begging. We've just been begging. Our churches cannot be established because of the work of Satan. I've unmasked this devil in these three days. The demons in those that leave you. Yes. The ignorance and the disloyalty. I pray for you that you will become a pillar in the church where you are. That the enemy won't deceive you to destroy you, to bring you to embarrassment and to shame. You shall not be a vagabond. You shall be a great person in the church that you serve. You shall be with your pastor when he or she has nothing. And when the Lord lifts your pastor up, you will also be lifted up. You will also be lifted up. Stay faithful, says the Lord. Stay faithful. The name of the Lord is faithful and true. Yes. On his belt, on his waist, is the inscription, faithful and true. Faithful and true. There is no shadow of turning with him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your visitation, for speaking to us, for speaking to us. Deliver us from every negative aspect of our lives, from every wickedness in our lives. Come here, I want to pray for you. You, yes, you, come to me. Come to me. If there's anybody here that feels over these three days, I've spoken to you. Maybe there were things you didn't know and things are shaking you. Come to me. The Holy Spirit is talking to you. You want to be a great helper for your church. The Holy Spirit is talking to you. But what pastor are you? Yes. Come here. You see, brother, many have listened to me, but not everybody takes what I say. I, I was feeling you take from what I say. I want to pray for you. Because Satan will come for you. You see, Satan knows how to get the chance. You, are, you can be a great help to your pastor, but Satan will come to you. Submit, serve as a humble child and as a servant great things are ahead for you lift your hands Lord as he has received from me what you have given to me Lord I also transfer to him may he serve may all the ignorance that was once in his life be forgiven May you have mercy on him. May your grace be sufficient for him. And the thorn that pierces his side, give him mercy, give him grace, sufficient grace to overcome it. Help him to build the church. Help him to build ABC ministries. 
uplift the hands of Pastor Des in the name of Jesus. Give me the oil. Give me the oil. Brother, we don't have many helpers, but you have the potential. But Satan will come for you. At the turn of the year, he said, King Hezbon, strengthen yourself. The enemy is coming again for you. Hallowed be, hallowed be your name. Lift your hands. Hallowed be. Yara prat sa mga mali yara radio an yari kraft ni ayila ka Christ. Maste korabay dara basa yakamama. Receive help. Receive help in the name of Jesus. Receive help in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every form of sickness in your body in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will be a great support to your pastor. Lift your hands. And what church are you? What church? Go forth. Your pastor stand. Help him. God will bless you. Father, make a hand. Like a helper, may she be the agent in the way. Kanada yara yalpala yalpala. It's crack yara. It's crack. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Make them great yalpas. Yes. May you receive total healing in your emotional state. The name of Jesus.
your name. Hallowed be your name. That thing that harasses you, I command it to leave you now in the name of Jesus. Give me the oil. You shall be free from demonic harassment. I bind every work of darkness in the name of Jesus. I bind every work of darkness in the name of Jesus. Let go. Leave your filthy hands. The blood of Jesus is against you. The power of darkness is broken in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I curse you to your roots. Let go your grip. Loosen your grip in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallowed be your name. Your name. Listen, stand behind her, please, somebody, quickly. Pastor, stand behind her. Lord, your servant. May, the, may an inheritance flow to her and her life. Order her steps. May the work of the ministry expand in East London, in Jesus' name. Look at me, look at me. Don't worry about your wife. God is going to make a way for you. Amen. We will be together. Jesus, receive the anointing. Your name. be your name. Oh my Lord. Let us clap for the Lord. I want to thank you all for coming to the conference. And I believe that God has spoken to you in one of these three nights, if not in all three nights. This is an anti-satanic message, but the enemy will not leave you. Fight against it. Pray for yourself. Fight against this loyalty. Make the members of your churches aware how the devil works. Even through that, some will leave, but you will minimize it. You will minimize it. Satan is really working to destroy the church, but the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church.